I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The NRL Draw for Season 2022 has come out today. We had a look at the first month or so of the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Brisbane Broncos uh, earlier today. Go back and have a listen to that podcast if you want to hear my analysis of that. Tough draw for South Sydney. Pretty good for Brisbane. Uh, we're going to have a look at three other sides today who they've got a couple of moving pieces. There's a bit of pressure on them this season. All uh, missed the finals last year except for one who was very lucky to make the finals. So a big year for the Canterbury Bulldogs, the West Tigers and of course the Gold Coast Titans who made the finals with the worst record to ever make the finals in the history of the game. So as much as they made the eight last year, they played finals footy. Still a lot of pressure on them heading into this season. They're going to want to have a really good start. So we're going to have a look at these three teams and their opening month or five or six weeks leading into the season. Let's start with the Canterbury Bulldogs and uh, obviously Canterbury this team is going to be close to unrecognizable next year. Uh, they're going to have a new 5'8", a new fullback. They're going to have a new winger. They're going to have a new edge back row or a lock forward. There's going to be changes all through this team. Um, you know, off the top of my head, you will, you'll see Dufty in this side. You'll see Burton. You'll see Josh Adokar. Uh, you'll see Tavita Pangai Jr. You'll see Paul Vaughan. There is just, there's so many changes in this team, it's not even funny. Now... When you have changes, it's all good and well. They've upgraded all their players, there's no doubt about it. A heap of them haven't played together before, though. Matt Dufty, he's come from the Dragons. He's never played with Josh Adokar. He's never played with Matt Burton. He's never played with Kyle Flanagan. Uh, Fox, he's come from Melbourne. He's never played with Matt Burton. He's never played with Dufty. Same as Matty Burton coming from the Panthers. He hasn't really played with any of these guys, except for Tavita Pango Jr., who he played for, I don't know, six, seven games. And, I mean, that combination between your left center and your middle forward off the bench doesn't really do much for you. So, it is going to take time to gel. They've got a young coach in Trent Barrett, reasonably inexperienced as well. Sort of showed last year that he struggled to he struggled to take losses on the chin and keep his team moving forward. He chopped and changed and I personally don't think it helped them overly that much. But we will see. 
Let's have a look at the Canterbury the Canterbury Bulldogs and their run heading into the start of the season. So round one, uh, they're on the plane in round one. They go to North Queens and they take on the Cowboys. Now, I think this is pretty decent for them, to be honest with you. The Cowboys are another team that uh, will be struggling. They're going to they're gonna have a new halfback, so things are going to change for them a little bit. Chad Townsend or Dearden, uh, well, if it's Dearden, he, he will still be there from last year. But they weren't overly impressive there. You would have to assume Tal Malolo will be playing in week one. So uh, the Cowboys probably will be better than what they were this season, but I mean, as far as, you know, good matchups for a team in round one, Cowboys would have to be right up there. Unfortunately, you have to go up there, but I think you'd cop that uh, realistically to take on the Cowboys round one, especially when you're Canterbury trying to get your team together and work out your combinations and whatnot. So they'll take on the Cowboys week one. I think that's a little win for Canterbury realistically. Round two, they've got their first home game in Sydney taking on the Broncos. Now, the Broncos are another team who are going to have new combinations and whatnot, especially centered around Adam Reynolds. Now, we spoke about them earlier. I think bringing Adam Reynolds in, the transition won't be over difficult. It's just going to be a matter of listening to him. But I think there's also going to be a lot of emotion that goes into round one with the Brisbane Broncos and Adam Reynolds taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. There'll be a lot of emotion for that for the South Sydney Rabbitohs there. So it might not be a bad time to play the Broncos, to be honest with you. Off the back of a big game, there's going to be a lot of atmosphere. There's going to be a lot of build-up. There's going to be a lot of emotion going into it. They then have to leave Suncorp, fly to Sydney. It's not a bad spot to get them, to be honest with you. It's around one and two. I think that's a reasonably... You know, pretty good success for the Canterbury Bulldogs, realistically. But this is where it gets interesting. Round three, they've got an away game. They're going to Brookvale over to take on Tom Travojevic. Absolute nightmare. Round four, they're going to they're going to take on the Melbourne Storm in Melbourne. Another nightmare. Uh, then they've got a home game against the Penrith Panthers, uh, Canterbury Place, sort of in Western Sydney anyway. So I'm sure you'll get a heap of Panthers fans there. No real advantage game there. And then they play the Rabbitohs, which the home and away doesn't really matter. It's the same stadium anyway. But you're playing the Rabbitohs, who are a top-four team this season. Uh, We'll still be competitive next year. And I think the Rabbitohs, they're going to have a really tough start. As we mentioned earlier today, uh, they've got the Broncos, the Storm, the Roosters, the Panthers, the Dragons. And then they're playing Canterbury. So South Sydney, I think they'll have their eyes on that Canterbury game. It'll be good Friday, so they'll be up for that one again. That'll be a game that they definitely think they can win, hopefully off the back of a win against the Dragons the week before for South Sydney. So... It's going to be a tough gig for Canterbury. Thankfully, they have got these two games at the start, two games that I believe they can win, two games that I genuinely think they can work on their combinations. It's not a great amount of time, but it's better than playing, you know, Manly, Storm, Penrith, Rabbitohs in the first four weeks. At least you have got those two games to sort of tune up. They're going to have to take full advantage of their trials games and essentially play their full team uh, for all of their trial games, I think, to take full advantage of that. They've had a longer offseason than the vast majority of teams, obviously, uh, winning the Spoon line last year, this year, so uh, I don't mind it for Canterbury. It's obviously a tough run, but you've got to also then consider that once you've played Manly, Storm, Panthers, Rabbitohs, if you can just get through those first six games with two, maybe three wins, I mean, that'd be unreal for Canterbury to be sitting with, uh, with a 3-3 three and three record after playing essentially all of the top four teams. It means at max, you're only going to play them one more time each over the next 20 weeks after that, so... There is a bit of a silver lining there, but I think those first two games are going to be crucial. If they lose to the Cowboys and the Broncos in the first two weeks, then Canterbury are in some serious curry because all of a sudden they could start the season with an 0-6 record. Trent Barrett, he will be under so much pressure, it's not even funny. Flanagan will probably be dropped by week six. We'll be looking around going, is Matt Burton worth the money? What's Tavita doing? Is Matt Dufty or Avarillo? Who's going to be the fullback? We need to make changes. It's going to be chaos. So I think those first two weeks are crucial. They need to probably win those two games. At worst, they need to win at least one one of those 
And I think that they'd probably be eyeing off that Rabbitohs game as another one on Good Friday to get their team up for. They'll come out of a couple of really tough losses against tough teams, I would assume, Manly, Melbourne, Penrith. Um, so interesting times for Canterbury. I think Trent Barrett's just got to stick, you know, pick combos and stick with them until around origin time, to be honest with you. That's what I would be doing. I'm not Trent Barrett, but that's what I would be doing. He didn't do that this season. With all due respect, didn't gain them anything, in my opinion. So interesting for Canterbury, but I don't mind the start they've got. Let's move to the West Tigers, who reportedly we're hearing that Luke Brooks will leave. That's not confirmed yet. Jackson Hastings could become the seven. It could also see Josh Hodgson come in at nine. Let's just say for hypotheticals, that does happen. Let's say Brooksy leaves. Let's say Jacko starts at seven, and let's say Hodgson comes in. Might not happen like that, but let's say it does, just for argument's sake. You look at the Tigers' draw, it's really interesting. They got the Storm week one in Melbourne. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, they haven't lost a game at home in round one since, I think, 2001. So uh, best of luck to the West Tigers. That'll be a hit and hope for me. Uh, they'll just be... I, I don't even think they'll be focused too heavily on the scoreboard there. They'll obviously be going there, there to win, no doubt about it. But I think that Michael Maguire will be more worried about them getting into their shapes, getting to the right spots on the field and, and, and setting themselves up to play the game that they want to play. Uh, week two, they take on the Newcastle Knights. Now, it is away. I believe it's the Knights' first home game of the season. Uh, They'll be up for that one, going back to their home crowd. But... Uh, obviously, the Newcastle Knights without Mitchell Pearce. Well, assuming he's not there. Uh, if he's not there, you'll probably see Luke Brooks there. So there'll be a heap of emotion there. But they will be a side that are still working out life with Luke Brooks, as will the Tigers be working out life with Jackson Hastings. But that would be really interesting matchup if that comes along in round two that the Tigers take on the Knights. It's Brooksy and Hastings. Brooksy playing his second ever NRL club, not at the Tigers against the Tigers. That would be unreal to see. Round three, they play the Warriors at home. Round four, they play the Gold Coast Titans up there. That'll be a Saturday or Sunday. That'll be nice conditions for them. And then they play the Sharks away as well. I don't think Shark Park is up and running yet, so that's a little advantage. So I really don't mind their draw. Um, They open up with the Melbourne Storm. I'm going to chalk that one up as an L now with all due respect to the Tigers. But then you've got the Knights, the Warriors, the Titans, the Sharks. Now, granted, the Knights and the Titans, yes, they're top eight teams, but they aren't those top six teams. There isn't a massive gap uh, you know, between the Tigers and the Knights, especially if you take out Mitchell Pearce. I think that's a winnable game. The Warriors, I think that's a winnable game. They can possibly win that one. They're going to have new combinations. Sean Johnson, Reese Walsh and stuff that they're trying to work out. Whoever's going to play 5-8 there. The Titans, that's a young, young spine. They'll still be working themselves out. That's a game the Tigers can win. And I think against the Sharks, they could potentially win that. It's going to be tougher, of course. Sharks are going to have a lot of experienced guys in their side uh, and their defense will be top-notch, I think. But I think the Tigers... You know, if you take out round one against the Melbourne Storm, who they're not going to beat and who essentially no one's going to beat, in saying that... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Off the top of my head, Munster and Cheese, I don't think you're going to be there. So you give yourself some hope, I think. But 
Uh, Storm, Knights, Warriors, Titans, Sharks. I don't mind it for the Tigers. I think it could have been much worse. If they would have had South Sydney's draw, that would have been an absolute nightmare. Out of the top four elite teams, they only have to play the Melbourne Storm. It's in round one. It's a bit of a write-off. The vast majority of teams will not go to Melbourne and win anyway. So I don't mind it for their start, especially if they have got new combinations in Hodgson, in Hastings, these sort of guys. I think it's pretty good. And that game against Brooksy at the Newcastle Knights, if he is there, if all those, those dominoes fall the way that I'm expecting them to, That'd be a really good game for the Tigers. So I think they've landed on their feet, to be honest with you. I think that's a pretty good run for them. I think there's three or four games there that they can definitely win. And as much as I'm giving them no hope against the Storm, if you take Cheese and you take Cameron Munster out, fuck, I I mean, it's not impossible. Yeah, it's very unlikely. Don't get me wrong, but take out a couple of superstars. You know, you put Jacko at seven, you maybe throw Josh Hodgson in there. You can take a few gambles and see what works your way. Unlikely, but possible to win that one. Let's move to the Gold Coast Titans who have let Jamal Fogarty go. They've got a very young spine. Um, The most experienced guy would be AJ Brimson. He's playing a new position in the NRL for the first time, essentially. Yes, he played it when he was was a youngster. We've spoken about this, though. There is going to be a transition period for this Titans side. They open up week one against the Parramatta Eels. Traditionally, the Parramatta Eels start pretty well. This is down at uh, Combank Stadium now. Uh, that's used to be Bank West. It's now been renamed as Combank Stadium. Uh, I tip the Eels in that one probably. Um, I just think they've got too much talent across the park, and the Titans have got such a young spine. So I'd probably take the Eels there. It's also their home game, so that makes it tough. Then you've got the Warriors at home, so you come back up to the Gold Coast. Uh, it's all going to depend how this spine gels. So you've got the Warriors round two. Then you got the Raiders in round three. That's an away game. You, you, you'll be going back down to Canberra. I don't think that Raiders side in 2022 will be the side that we were used to in 2021, especially at the start of the season when everything's fresh and we've got a big emphasis on defense and it's a fresh start for everyone. We're not in a rut yet. Tough sort of time to play the Raiders. Then you got the Tigers. As I said, uh, that game could go either way. I'd probably tip the Tigers right now if I had to tip someone, but definitely a winnable game for the Titans. Then you got the Eels again. So you're playing the Eels twice in the first five weeks, which is very interesting. That one's at home. Obviously, the Eels... Not a top four side, but they're a top six side. They're in the mix of that top six. They're definitely above the bottom 10 teams, if you know what I mean. So that's going to be tough. And then after that, the Gold Coast Titans, they have to go to Brookvale over to take on Tom Travojevic in, what's that, round seven? One, two, three, four, five. In round six, sorry. So they go Eels, Warriors, Raiders, Tigers, Eels, Manly. Uh, It could be worse. It could be better. In saying that, uh, I think playing the Eels twice is going to be tough. You'd rather play the Eels twice than... Penrith, Roosters, uh, Manly, Melbourne, you know, those sort of sides, obviously. But you'd also rather play anyone below the Parramatta Eels twice than the Parramatta Eels. So I wouldn't say it's a win for them. It's probably still a loss, but it definitely could have been worse. Uh, Then they've got three of the bottom eight teams, the Warriors, the Raiders, the Tigers. For me, I think the Warriors improve getting Sean Johnson. I think they'll be a slightly better side. Raiders getting Jamal Fogarty in a fresh start. I think they'll be a better side than what we got used to them being in 2021. And the Tigers, they're the wild card there. You don't really know how that team's going to play out. You don't really know what it's going to look like. We've been talking about the hypothetical of Brooksy Lee Hastings at 7, Hodgson at 9, but that could all change very quickly. If it does, it means you're playing the Raiders without Josh Hodgson, whether you think that's a positive or a negative in round 3. Uh, but then when you do get to round 6, you've got to take on the Manly Seagulls over there at Brookvale and Tommy Turbo, who no doubt will be doing some of his best work. So, mixed bag for the Titans. Uh, a really interesting, these three teams. Three teams that looking to sort of turn around poor seasons. All sort of got a bit of a refresher, you know. you got the Tigers with their new brand 
branding. The Titans have got new branding. The Bulldogs, they've just turned their squad upside down. They've brought in new guys that we probably thought they'd never be able to get. They've taken a few gambles as well. So three clubs that are desperate for a fresh start. Three clubs that have got very, very vastly different uh, runs into the start of the season. As I said, Canterbury, they've got to win those first two games or they could be in a bit of Barney. Tigers, once you get past round one against the Melbourne Storm, where you can have a free shot at the stumps, no one's expecting you to win anyway. You can just sort of get your game plan down, get to the right areas. I don't mind their draw, realistically. Titans, pretty good draw. Outside of playing the Eels twice, you've got the Warriors, Raiders, Tigers, three games that they potentially could win. They, de- they will definitely be in the conversation to be able to win those games. If the Titans can come out of the first six weeks with three wins, I think that would be pretty successful. The Tigers, I think they could potentially win all those games except the Melbourne Storm. And as I said, they're missing a heap of troops. Canterbury, if they can win three of their first six, I think that's a very successful start for them. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 